0: we're back just like the dinosaurs Friend the real is back featuring mike terry fox and dan and uh well i don't know if i should say we're back again but we're back with another <laughs> hopefully great review
1: what,
2: what? wait hey a second now hold on just a moment unlike my enjoyment with this movie hopefully it's great wait Hang on a minute, his hand
0: has been shown. I don't know what this implies. We have a dinosaur category that we're working through now. And I don't know, who picked this one? It was kind of organic, I think.
1: We were running out of dinosaur movies, and I was like, oh, I kind of know what this is. I watched it as a kid.
3: Oh, there's plenty of dinosaur movies. Just not great ones.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and not easily accessible, apparently.
3: Yeah, no joke. (laughs) There's a ton in like the 70s and before that it's hard to get
2: a hold of someone's got a stranglehold on the dino market <clears throat> universal <laughs> <laughs> calling them
1: out oh it's a conspiracy they're trying to shove down those other dinosaur movies so that they're the only ones who get to have a
0: dino movie i wonder how big of a market there is for dinosaur movies outside of Jurassic Park Jurassic World i guess now is the uh, the name
1: they're using moving forward I'm going to say very little demand. I think, I've, I think dinosaur movies are a lot like shark movies where there's like maybe one or two good ones and then the rest are kind of <laughs> eh, not so great. Like Jaws, I'm going to count Megalodon. That's awesome. But <laughs> the rest that I've seen, not so good. And then I'm like Jurassic Park. Okay. And then that's where it kind of runs out.
2: Feel like it's funny that you bring that up. I mean, I feel like one of the main points of this movie is that children and people love dinosaurs, and they really want dinosaurs, and yet there is apparently a distinct lack of demand in real life, which uh, might also be uh, indicative of some other discrepancies between this movie and real life.
1: Eh. Dinosaurs were big in the 90s, I think. People loved them. But that's probably thanks to Jurassic Park, I would guess.
2: Well, this came out in
0: 1993 which is the same year as jurassic park
1: ah jurassic
0: park came out in the summer uh, on june 11th and then this movie came out november so they both came out the same year i think maybe after this people realized that with like shark movies it doesn't take a ton of cgi to do or uh, like a prop to do shark movies like it can if you want to do one well but dinosaur movies, it's going to take a lot in either department to do that
1: movie. A little more effort, yeah. Because if you're going to have dinosaurs, people want to see the dinosaurs.
0: But uh, our first movie was The Beast from 20,000 Fathoms, a very old dinosaur movie. And uh, now we did We're Back, A Dinosaur Story. A blast from the past. You know it was. I'd never seen this one, so. What? Yeah. I
2: can't remember if I've seen it or not before. <laughs> oh, man, I grew up on this movie. I probably saw it 20 times when I was a kid.
1: Yeah, on VHS, I watched it quite a bit.
0: Man, I feel bad for you. You should never rewatch movies you watched a lot as a kid.
1: You know, it was a little different than I remember. There's a lot of weirder stuff that I was like, wait, Huh? This is strange.
2: (laughs) I remember talking to you guys about it and being like, you know, I really don't remember the middle of this movie. I remember the beginning and the end, but not the middle. But now I see why. I realize why. We can get into that more. (laughs)
0: Let me get through the logistics here real quick. So we're back. A Dinosaur Story was released in 1993. It is directed by four people here um phil Nibelink, simon wells um those are the top two uh uh, ones on imdb and it stars uh john goodman and some other people i don't know how to say their names because they're all very hard to say but currently on imdb it has a 6.1 out of 10 on rotten tomatoes it has a 38 percent tomato meter and a 49 percent audience score which is somehow higher than kangaroo jack Oh, yeah.
3: <laughs> you forgot to mention that it was produced by Steven Spielberg.
0: That's true. The movie sure wants you to know that <laughs> they definitely flaunt Steven Spielberg's name whenever <laughs> they can.
1: Yeah. This was the time period, though, where I feel like he was just on everything, producing stuff like quotation marks. Like, who knows how much he actually put into these movies, but I think there was a bunch of these types of movies where he's just like, Brought to you by Steven Spielberg, but he's really just the producer, not the director.
2: You know, I will say this movie does have like an ultra star studded cast. I mean, it's crazy the people they got to like be a part of this.
0: I mean, I'm not surprised because I'm just going to say that this movie was made purely to capitalize on the success of Jurassic Park with kids specifically because this is a kids movie. They wanted to sell toys or something. I don't know if toys came out with this movie. I was born this year, so.
2: You know, I was kind of thinking, we had, like, Land Before Time before this, right?
0: Yeah, I think
1: so.
2: I, I, I definitely agree that it's a cash grab.
1: I think maybe Right Place, Right Time. Because, I mean, if they're made in the same year, like, they're probably both in production around the same time.
2: Well,
0: yeah, and also, I mean, Steven Spielberg did Jurassic Park. Like, he directed Jurassic Park. And then he's also the executive producer on this one.
1: They probably saw that that got six vessels, so they're like, hey, Steven Spielberg, we'll give you like a couple hundred thousand dollars to come be the executive producer, put your name on it.
0: Probably glanced over it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I bet you they were made like around the same time. I don't think, if it had been like a year after, I would say, yeah, they only made it because of Jurassic Park, but.
2: You know, based on some of the production notes and IMDb trivia, it sounds like they kind of deviated from the original idea to go for a more uh, approachable, marketable, marketable, flashy angle than what was originally written and planned.
0: You know, I'm just going to come out and say it. I love Woog. Yes. And Woog does not get much screen time at all. The hot dog guy? <laughs> yes, he loves
1: hot dogs.
0: Like maybe three minutes, maybe?
1: Yeah, and he's got like, what, probably only like 20 lines? He doesn't say nothing.
0: I'm Woog yeah that's what he <laughs> says every time he shows up. um <laughs> it's like his
2: only lie. <laughs> you know what this is? A hot dog I'm hungry. Do you want a hot dog or a hot? Dog.
0: Yeah, that guy was awesome. <laughs> I loved Weeb. Yeah, him and Weeb were the best.
2: Dweeb. But... <laughs> Dweeb, Weeb, whatever. Those seem like pretty distinct lines. Like. <laughs> <things>. <laughs>
0: I mean it is different, but that probably just shows how much that character was in the movie because
2: I thought his name was Weeb. Wee- <laughs> Weeb. Dwee. I mean, I didn't see him carrying around a body pillow with his waifu on it. So, I mean.
1: <laughs> Ooh, that would have been a cool twist.
2: All right. So, I'm just
0: going to. The synopsis of this movie is insane. It doesn't make any sense. And I'm just going <laughs> to jump into it here. And you guys feel free to jump in wherever. It starts out with this bird who's living in a tree with all the other birds. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I did not remember the bird.
0: <laughs> For some reason, there's this little Tweety bird. I, I knew nothing about this movie going in, and it is a mess.
1: A lot of ideas on this movie.
0: So it starts out with this bird, and he's got all these siblings. And they're, like, fighting, and he's, he's the outcast bird, okay? And, like, the parents show up with a worm. And all the other birds beat
2: this bird out from eating the worm.
1: I did enjoy this, by the way.
2: I do love that they even lose the worm at one point and just keep beating him up after they've lost it. <laughs> the worm like gets away. He's like, see
0: you, suckers. <laughs> he just
2: like slithers away.
1: Mom's like, why do we have to let him fight? And then the dad's like, eh, it's the only way they'll learn. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, they don't even get to eat top-notch parenting by these birds this bird decides he's gonna go join the circus or something so he goes out on this branch his mom tries to stop him but he just dives bombs off and he happens to land on a t-rex who's playing golf
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah what are the odds
2: All Right, and the t-rex he doesn't eat him but he's like oh what are you doing here oh yeah the t-rex is also john goodman don't forget that yes
1: <laughs> perfect casting by the way
2: it's awesome he's got like a golf shirt on
0: he's got like (laughs) sunglasses he's got the clubs
1: man i gotta say this intro is iconic as soon as i saw that dinosaur walk out of that car and he's like in the the mirror of the wheel or whatever reflecting my memories were just like flooding back and i was like oh my god (laughs) yeah
2: i remember that too now this raises a question right is the golf cart t-rex sized or is he like somehow sitting on top of it driving it with his tail or something don't think about it
3: well he apparently doesn't weigh very much so (laughs) it's probably just regular size i really want to know
0: yeah, he's just playing golf pretty terribly. Talking to this little baby bird. Did he take a chunk
2: out of the
3: putting
0: he
2: green? Did. I was like, holy crap. He gets a ball out of the pond and gets all the balls in the pond. Oh, <laughs> he's too strong.
1: He's a big old T-Rex.
0: He's too big. It's a
2: human course. <laughs> <laughs> and this is in the middle of, like, you can see a city in the background. This is, like, the first, like, three minutes of the movie. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, you you find
0: out at the end he's, like, in the middle of New York doing this, but you don't know it at the beginning. And then the T-Rex proceeds to tell the story to the bird about how he became a sentient T-Rex.
1: Yeah, and then suddenly the movie begins.
0: <laughs> yeah, no joke. It shows the T-Rex who's, like, feral- Okay, he's trying to eat some other dinosaur, and then this like alien shows up on a spaceship. Ah, Jay Leno, (laughs) and he's like, "You've won a contest." You've won a contest, and then it like the T Rex somehow ends up getting his head stuck in the spaceship, trying to eat the alien who's flying around, and then they force
2: cereal into this guy's mouth, brain grain. Definitely not like a a cereal ad at all. (laughs) (laughs) That cereal looked good. It looked suspiciously like (laughs) cornflakes.
3: John Goodman loves his cereal,
0: his frosted flakes. He does. But then they round up all the other dinosaurs from this movie, and I guess they give them brain grain too. Then this old guy shows up and he's like, I made millions of money on my cereal. Ah, you mean Walter Cronkite. That's Walter Cronkite? (laughs) Yeah. That guy was?
2: Oh, I thought he was later on in the movie. That's why he does that thing at the end. We can talk about it later, though. (laughs) But
0: he's like, oh, I've got a wish radio. Apparently, all the children on Earth are wishing they could see a real dinosaur.
1: Oh, yeah. I think we forgot to mention this is not just aliens. These are time-traveling, like, aliens.
2: But Walter Cronkite's a regular guy, I think. Yeah.
1: He's a human, but he's from the future.
2: I say Walter Cronkite. He looks a lot like Gordon Lightfoot, but...
1: I thought it was Sam Elliott at first.
2: <laughs> that would be amazing. How do we get this remade with Sam Elliott? You know, I'd
0: be fine with it. He, It does look like him. He's got the stash, you know? He's not doing much
1: nowadays. He just did that Bigfoot movie, so I mean... Ooh, I want to see that. It's not good. I'll just throw that out there.
0: Oh, <laughs> Of course, <laughs> TV's already seen it.
3: <laughs> I figured it wouldn't be, but I was hopeful.
1: Yeah, I thought it'd be good in like a fun way, but it's surprisingly very serious movie.
0: <laughs> Back to the ridiculous synopsis here, I guess. So it gives them the choice, do you wanna go to New York City and meet all these children who wanna see you or not? Specifically in nineteen ninety-three because they all
3: watched Jurassic Park at the cinema. And I know that this is true because Jurassic Park is playing at the cinema. In this movie. Oh, yeah. So it's like, it's a social commentary. Everybody loved dinosaurs after they saw Jurassic Park. And all the kids were like, I want to see dinosaurs. Even though the whole point of Jurassic Park (laughs) is, don't bring back dinosaurs.
1: (laughs) Hey, tell that to, yeah, like 10-year-old Terry. He would wanted to see dinosaurs, too. (laughs) Little kids love dinosaurs,
3: man. It's just a thing. Even when they chase you around in a cafeteria in a kitchen and try to eat your face off that definitely would make me want to (laughs) see dinosaurs in real life
1: somehow it did that's all i'm
3: saying
1: (laughs) maybe it was this movie not jurassic park
3: (laughs) i want to know why that guy was like specifically 1993 after jurassic park has come out this is the people I'm gonna grant wishes to. These people right here. There's nobody else who deserves wishes more than these
2: kids. Man, it's all the kids.
1: It's the strongest, like, consecutive wish that the entire time of history has ever seen is all these kids in 1993 wanting to see dinosaurs. It's the most powerful collective thought we have ever had as a society.
3: Let's see World Events 1993. Oh, oh, oh my goodness. So I just Googled World Events 1993. Guess what the first thing is? Jurassic Park, the big summer blockbuster, <laughs> big was Jurassic Park. 25 things everyone <laughs> was talking about 25 years ago in 1993.
1: It's a cultural phenomenon. It really was.
3: A Clinton in the White House is Was less important than Jurassic Park. (laughs) And then Bombing of the World Trade Center was number three. Hey, but look, Barney's number four. So I guess I apologize we're back. I didn't realize how important these dinosaurs were. They're more important than Bombing of the World Trade Center and the next president.
1: Man, this would be a lot different movie if this guy was going back in time to solve some of these issues.
0: You've brought up a good point here. If this guy has the uh, cereal that will make dinosaurs from beasts to intellectual beings, why doesn't he just give it to humans in 1993?
1: (laughs) Yeah, you idiots. You don't want to see dinosaurs eat this. Maybe it doesn't work on people. I don't know. Maybe we've already achieved it.
3: Well, no, he said he made millions doing it in the future.
0: Oh. Yeah, yeah. So that's where he got all this money to be a time traveler and go give dinosaurs brain grain.
1: I was going to say maybe he would, like, disrupt the time stream, but then I think, oh, yeah, he did just bring four dinosaurs to the the present, so maybe that's not the
2: issue here. (laughs) Well, they must be in a causal loop, right? Oh, jeez. Oh, no, what have (laughs) we done?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, hold on, let's hear, how does the time travel, does it work in this movie, Fox? Does it follow the rules?
2: Mm, You know, we don't know the future. But if it's a causal loop, I would say it works, minus all of the insane cartoonish Looney Tunes nonsense that goes on.
1: (laughs) Oh, that's not allowed in time
2: travel. (laughs) Well, you know, there's just some things that are pretty wild. I think time travel-wise, though, it doesn't break any rules as if it's a causal loop, I mean.
1: Ah, top ten most accurate time travel movies. We're backs on the list.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Now, if they show us the future and the dinosaurs aren't in the future, that would be a different story, mind you.
3: Well, they die. Wait, what? They're going to die. you saying that these dinosaurs are going to procreate with different dinosaur species?
2: Man, the pterodactyl, also Danny DeVito's wife, is trying real hard. that can't work she doesn't seem to know that she's like i want to lay an egg looks at john goodman <laughs> that was
1: weird i did not like that don't
2: do that please
3: didn't she lay an egg eating a hot dogs <laughs> <laughs>
2: man that hot dog scene we get there and like shows up with the triceratops and the dweeb guy eating hot dogs and my girlfriend's like those dinosaurs didn't eat meat one of the top trivias on IMTV is weave and woo don't eat meat in real life. Yep, that's true.
1: <laughs> they they've eaten the brain cereal. They they're sophisticated beings now. They know that hot dogs are the most delicious food of all. They'll eat it.
3: That's true. They're like, I need my protein.
1: I guess I guess I've got a question about their names. Because who named them? Is it their own names? Because Rex shows up with a little metal, and he's like, he doesn't know his own name. He has to look at it to figure it out. So did he name T-Rex Rex? Makes sense. He names the the pterodactyl Elsa, and then he decides to name one of them Woog, <laughs> and he names the other one uh, Dweeb?
2: Come on. Because he's a Dweeb. <laughs> <laughs> they
3: got screwed.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Why did they get named that? I mean, Dweeb is kind of dorky, I guess, but... That's kind of mean.
3: I mean, they should have named Dweeb, Pat, and uh, Woog, Sarah.
1: Yeah, see, that's perfect. Dan's already come up with better names.
3: And then the pterodactyl could be Terry. Not Petrie? Oh. Hey, they already done
0: that in a superior film. Let me let me just keep going with the synopsis here.
3: Oh yeah,
2: man, we're still in the. We
3: didn't even make it through at the halfway point here.
2: Maybe this is how we should just do the review. Let's just go through this movie step by (laughs) step. And yeah, I'm not opposed to this. So, like,
0: were the dinosaurs on a different planet than Earth? Undetermined. Maybe. No, they're on Earth. Or did he go back in time to dinosaurs? Get the dinosaurs. Yeah, he went back in time. Oh, so that's what he did? I didn't catch that. Because
1: he flicked the switch that went to like middle future or whatever it was called. Yeah, he grabbed him from the past and sent him to middle future.
0: Middle
3: future. (laughs) You know, since there's a middle future, that means that where he comes from, there's an end to
0: time.
1: Oh my
3: God. Or to
0: time as he knows it. Or maybe it's present from when he leaves the future and comes back.
3: It could be that, too.
0: Maybe
2: he's just really bad at
0: labeling machines. I mean, the bad guy
3: labels one of his fear things as screaming (laughs) memes, so I don't
2: think you're wrong there, Fox. I'm excited to get to that one. Yeah, we'll have to talk about the screaming (laughs) memes.
0: (laughs) I'll I'll keep us moving here. So the guy pulls out his wish radio. All the children in 1993, they want to see dinosaurs. So he goes to 1993 and he proceeds to just push them off of his his <laughs> his plane, <laughs> like figure it out. But he tells them, he's like, go to the Museum of
2: Natural History. By the way, watch out. My brother is also in 1993 <laughs> causing panic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now, to be fair, I think he knows that Julia Childs, the Child, the museum director, is going to be there at the spot where he drops them.
1: Yeah, they're supposed to meet there, but she's late.
2: But what he doesn't know is that she's blind.
3: You know, they shouldn't have even been there at all, because how are they going to sneak them to the Museum of Natural History?
1: Why didn't he just drop them off at the museum?
3: <laughs> exactly. Just drop them off there at night.
0: So the dinosaurs, they have like, he gives them parachutes, I guess. And they land in the bay, the nasty New York water. <laughs> yeah, on top of, uh, what's his name? Buster? Yeah. Young kid from, uh, he's got the Jersey accent going on.
2: He's literally just Jersey Tom Sawyer. And they, like, crush his boat. Like, he made his boat out of (laughs) one. Man, he's got a wicked boat (laughs) with his, like, sandwich maker machine. He does. He's, like, listening to some bumping tunes. Yeah, listening to some, like, hair metal, shredding guitar solos. Yeah, he has a metal radio.
3: His radio outputs the metal you want to hear. Aw, yeah. The
2: heaviest frequency in the universe. <laughs> <laughs> That's why his boat sank so easy. <laughs> and they like just crush his boat, and then he comes
0: up. He's like, "Who are you guys? You brushed my boat!" You know, not even <laughs> concerned
1: that they're dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> well, isn't that the New York stereotype? Like the New York, they don't care in New York. That's the stereotype, you know. It's like we'll just.
2: Man, they use that joke so many <laughs> times in this movie. I thought all the kids
3: wanted to see dinosaurs, and this little dude don't even know that they're dinosaurs. No,
0: no, Buster just wants a friend. (laughs) Yeah, he wants a friend. I I forgot, yeah, there is Buster who just wants a friend. They they all get together, they get out of the bay. And the dinosaur's like, we got to go to the uh, Natural Museum of History. And they like wink at him, you know, like Rex has got it. <laughs> wait, got wait, the, wait a second. The Natural Museum <laughs> of History? Yes. <laughs> the Museum of Natural History. It's Sorry. all natural, my man. <laughs> like We got to get there through crowded New York City. And so he's like, I'll take you there. I'm going to the circus.
1: Yeah, and they're right next to each other. The circus and the museum.
0: Which... Happens to be in, uh, yeah, Central Park. Did Buster say why he was going to the circus? He was in a fight with his parents.
1: He's running away, you know, it's the classic kid
0: trope, running away to join the circus. Just like the bird at the beginning of the movie, if you forgot about the bird.
2: Now, why he needs a raft and doesn't just ride the bus, I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, if he's if he's going to the
3: circus, why the heck is he past Central Park or whatever? And he's on the water going, who knows where?
1: I think he's just hanging out. I don't even think he's like decided to, he's just kind of like chilling. I mean, once these dinos show up, I think he does mention, he's like, oh, if I bring these guys to the circus, then they'll be sure to let me in because, I mean, the circus would probably love to have dinosaurs, so.
2: Hell, he's not wrong, is he?
1: Yeah, it does turn out that they do want dinosaurs.
2: Like,
0: he doesn't care that they're dinosaurs, but he also does not question that they are talking dinosaurs.
1: Yeah, he's stupid.
0: (laughs) Or maybe he's enlightened.
1: He doesn't care. He doesn't judge.
0: I don't remember. Like, there's some stuff that I probably forgot, but he ends up riding the pterodactyl to fly somewhere.
1: Yeah, he's finding the route to the the part.
0: Yeah, okay. He's scouting it out. That's what
3: you're going to do when you're trying to lay low.
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: why not ride a pterodactyl?
1: Better to take the pterodactyl than the stegosaurus or the triceratops, whatever that <laughs> thing is, triceratops, yeah.
0: Along the way, while he's scouting out the route, he falls trapped to something every man falls trapped to, <laughs> feminine wiles. <laughs> There's this little girl who's out on the balcony, and her hat like blows away as they fly by her. She's out there crying. So they land on there, and the girl has the reaction (laughs) that most people would probably have to a dinosaur, and a dude landing on the
2: thing (laughs) runs inside like, shuts the door. And proceeds to start sobbing. (laughs) Her whole reality has been shattered, which might explain all the decisions she makes from this point on. (laughs) Well, they,
0: like, be on the glass, and eventually she... uh, Well, they let themselves in, I think. But her parents are... On vacation somewhere, and it's Thanksgiving, I guess, apparently. Now,
1: yeah, it's the Thanksgiving parade. That's how they that's why the parade's
0: there. She's lonely, and he's like, Why don't you come with me? I really don't think that that's the New Jersey accent. It's true. I can't do it. Anybody can do it. (laughs) Jump in here, take over. So, the meanwhile, the rest of the dinosaurs are, like, hiding in an alley. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: That's where we see some of those classic jokes of, like, the New Yorkers don't even pay them any attention.
0: Yeah.
3: They trip over the tail, and he's like,
0: hey, I'm walking here. <laughs> Get out of my way. So, yeah, they bring him back, and the, the girl is with them now.
1: Yep. Yeah, she recruit, They're going to join the circus together because they both hate their parents.
3: I don't think that's a very positive message that this movie's throwing out there, that you should run away from your home if you're a kid.
1: Oh, they learn to love their parents at the end, right?
0: Hmm, I don't know. Well, uh,
2: Cecilia does.
1: Well, no, we get a picture of Buster with his mom, too.
2: He's just in a fight with his parents, right? We don't know if they're bad parents, but we know that the girl's parents... Like neglect her and our genuinely bad parents. It shows us a bunch of weird, random photos of her alone at major life events.
1: Yeah,
3: why are those hung
2: <laughs> yeah. up
1: of her sitting all by herself at this random party?
2: Because she has terrible parents who hate her. Because, <laughs> are you ready for this? So, right, we're gonna we're gonna take a step back in. We're gonna break the fourth wall. Come out of the movie briefly. Young Fox probably watched this movie between the ages of five and ten. And did not watch the show The Simpsons. But later in life, Fox watched The Simpsons and became aware of the voice actor for Lisa, the daughter, who is the voice actor for this girl. And it's horrible. It's all I can see, it's all I can hear. And I just want <laughs> her to stop talking and like get out of there. And I feel like the parents in this movie are like, God, what have we done? What have we done? We can't have a nice Thanksgiving, honey. We're going to Hawaii. (laughs) She's so annoying. It's so bad. And she has horrible parents. But voice actress for Lisa, everybody. (laughs) Hooray. So anyways,
0: the plan they come up with to get them there is they're going to go through the parade, which is not a bad idea. And you get the musical number, the best scene of the movie. Is it, though?
1: Yes, I love this. Pretty classic.
0: Pretty iconic. It's not bad, you know, when John Goodman is singing it and dancing. Yeah, they're having a good old time. That was probably my favorite part of this movie.
1: All the little kids are like, oh, dinosaurs. Oh, but wait, I I want to see real dinosaurs. And then John Goodman's character is like, oh, yeah, well, take a load of this. And he just starts doing (laughs) a dance number.
0: (laughs) He can't take it. He's got to let loose. (laughs) And he
3: starts talking about wanting to eat the people (laughs) and stuff, too. I was like, what are you doing?
2: You don't eat people anymore. That song is suspiciously similar to a number of Brian Setzer songs.
1: Hey, it's great.
2: Yeah, it it's not that
3: good either. Huh? <laughs> no, it's not good.
1: That's a great song. I don't know what you're talking about. I love that song. Nah, it's so
3: plain. Oh, it's so fun. It is the best song in the film for sure. John Goodman, of course, does a good job singing, but the song itself's not that great. It's very plain. Man. Just like the music in the rest of the film, if there's even music. Little Richard did the the
2: credits version of it. He does. Well, the credits version's better.
1: What? It's the best scene in the whole movie. Come on.
2: This is probably the best scene in the
3: movie. I mean... (laughs) I mean, you might... Not be wrong with that, but it still doesn't
2: mean it's great. You gotta <laughs> hold it up, it's great, it's vibrant, exciting. Duh. They get some yeah. actual decent animation in there, and the facial expressions aren't doofusy. And
1: all the kids are happy and excited, I'm excited. Yeah, yeah,
3: somehow he knows who Spider Man is.
1: Oh, uh, Spider Man shows up, that was the best part.
3: Spider Man transcends time, even the dinosaurs. First thing when he eats brain grain after singing Row, Row, Row Your boat is Ah, I know who Spider-Man is. Is this part of the
2: Spider-Verse? Oh. oh. He's like, Parker, where's my pictures of Spider-Man? That was pretty good. I like that. <laughs> that was really solid. You should have said, where's the picture of my dinos? <laughs> dinosaurs in manhattan where's my pictures of spider-man
1: <laughs> the lizard must be behind this one
2: i think you're onto something here we've cracked it wide open so would you guys call this song like the second act of the movie i don't know if this movie has x
1: i don't really know it just jumps around from scene to scene yeah
2: yeah it's, it's not connected because like i feel like the, the point up to when we get the girl is the first act And then we have this song, the next scene, and then the circus, which I feel like is the third act. And if you remember, you know, I I said something about not recalling the middle of this movie, (laughs) and now I know why. I don't think there's a three-act structure in this film.
1: I don't think so either, yeah. They meet a character, they convince them to follow them, and then they just keep moving. They meet another character, (laughs) it's like, okay, this is the bad guy, oh, here's a clown. There's a lot of weird stuff.
0: Yeah, it's all over the place. So they do the musical number at the parade, and then people realize, hey, these aren't (laughs) parade floats. They're actual dinosaurs. (laughs) (laughs) People go nuts, all right? And they get separated from the kids. Who just are like, all right, we'll meet him at the circus. Because they know how to get there. They scouted out the route. He's driving the float. They <laughs> they end up there before the dinosaurs do. The dinosaurs get there later. Yeah, they get
1: chased by the cops for like 15 minutes.
0: Yeah, it's a pretty big deal.
1: Oh, the T-Rex surfs on a truck. Oh, that was cool.
3: They had to put in the obligatory 90s skateboarding scene
1: yes that which was a great scene another iconic scene
3: except it's a t-rex on a truck
1: yeah he's got skills and he's totally
3: (laughs) rad man
1: man i'm gonna take some of this brain grain because it's giving him a lot of awesome skills he just needs a ball cap backwards and he'd be perfect
2: eat brain grain cereal it's awesome eat it dude Sounds like a 90s ad right there. The cops in that scene are awesome.
0: They crack me up.
1: Oh, they had some funny jokes in there. Yeah, when they're like talking on the radio.
3: We lost them. Let's go get some donuts. (laughs) <laughs> you want to call at ten thirty
1: and get some donuts? <laughs> yeah, or there's something like our prehistoric predator, our prehistoric, no, our Mesozoic. Suspect. Yeah, that was great.
3: <laughs> that actually was the funniest thing in the movie. Like they're
1: so
2: unfazed by the dinosaurs. <laughs>
1: And that's my another one of my favorite little scenes with Woog when he's just on that motorcycle sitting at the crosswalk waiting for the people to go
2: across. <laughs> he just looks so dopey. That's like their biggest scene. Him and Dweeb is that like five minute motorcycle sidecar <laughs> chase scene.
1: Yeah. At least the pterodactyl gets her moment to do something. Those two don't do nothing.
0: They're just kinda there.
1: Oh no, Dwee or Woog does stop like a Shop from getting robbed.
3: Oh, yeah, that's right. Forgot about that. And he steals all their hot dogs
0: in the process, so... He does steal Hmm. their hot dogs. (laughs)
1: It's payment.
0: We have the chase scene. The kids end up Central Park, which looks like some kind of villain hideout. You know, it looks really bad. There's some sketchy looking punks who, like, they run into along the way. And they almost fight, but they keep going in. And then they see this guy who is not laughing at a clown. (laughs) Screw-Eye. Yeah, Screw-Eye, who just happens to be the guy who was on the ship's brother.
1: What is the guy on the ship's name? He has a goofy name. It's, it has I in his name, too.
3: It's the opposite. It's New-Eyes. His name's New-Eyes. Not
2: like new metal, though, like something that's brand new. <laughs>
0: yep. Uh, new. Wow. N-E-W. So they see this clown doing this goofy act, and Cecilia busts out laughing at it. And screw eyes like, who dares <laughs> <laughs> laugh in my presence? Don't give this
1: man the satisfaction. He hates that clown.
2: I love that
1: clown. That clown is funny.
0: He is. He's got a good act, he's awesome. Old Stubbs, which is Martin Short. Yeah.
1: Just another character they pick up along the way, just randomly. <laughs> so.
0: They're like, we want to join the circus. And he's like, I don't want you. Get out of here. But they're like, no, we want to join. He's like, will you sign a contract?
1: Man, this was creepy. This creeped me out a little bit with the the poking of the blood and stuff.
0: It would be pretty creepy for a little kid. Where
3: does he get these powers from? hmm? The future. Is he a wizard
2: from the moon? Uh... Maybe. (laughs) You know, what it appears is that he's actually signed a pact with, like, demons from hell that have given him demonic hell powers. I didn't see a pentagram in this movie.
1: There's a symbol on the ground that looks like a pentagram, but like it doesn't have quite all the, the angles. It's like almost a pentagram. You can tell that's what they wanted to do, but then like the... Uh... The
3: rating board's like, you gotta
0: take them <laughs> corners off of that <laughs> yeah. there if you want
1: a G rating. So it's like a circle with like two triangles in it.
0: <laughs> Anyways, Buster signs a contract for, I guess, both of them in blood. Does he, though, or does
3: Screw-Eye... Make him do it with his demon powers. It's
0: probably a little bit of both.
1: Yeah. It's like it's like making a deal with the devil though. Yeah, this guy he kind of, you know, makes a deal, but then he tricks him with the fine print that is invisible or whatever,
2: but That seems so unfair for the fine print. <laughs> I mean, yes. No, no. I like to keep things simple. <laughs> that won't hold up in court. Instead of so
1: simple, I think he meant invisible. <laughs> he misspoke like, oh,
3: I'm sorry. I meant to say invisible, but it just slipped my mind.
0: My bad. Man, it's like signing a contract with your ISP. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, the dinosaurs finally show up, and they're like, don't sign the contract. But Screw Eyes is like, it's too late. Yeah, and
1: then he turns them into monkeys.
0: <laughs> yes, he turns them into monkeys, and he's like, if you want to get them back from the monkeys, you got to become dumb dinosaurs
1: yeah because he's got the anti-serial the ba- brain drain
2: which is a pill like a drug and i'm fairly certain it's a winners don't do drugs message <laughs> probably yeah well he's got the anti-serial and he's
0: got the fear radio
3: Oh, we forgot the fear radio yeah
0: so people in 1993 they're scared of monsters he wants to turn him back into
2: monsters this ain't even the screaming mimi
0: <laughs> there's a lot of screaming
2: going on <laughs> what are the settings there there's like the first one there's paranoid and then there's screaming memes, <laughs> right and he's like i'm gonna turn it to the strongest channel and he flips it over to Screaming Meebies and then turns it back to Paranoid. <laughs> Why is the one at the opposite end of where the needle starts not the strongest? That seems like wildly confusing. Uh,
0: so anyways, the good guy dinosaurs are like, yeah, we'll take it. Turn the kids back. So they all take it and they all turn back into the feral beast that they were found
1: which was awesome. They look awesome when they're just in their dinosaur forms.
0: Yeah, Rex looks so cool. That's
1: scary, yeah.
0: And uh, Screw Eyes turns the kids back from monkeys into actual kids.
1: I think it wears off because it's not permanent.
0: Oh, yeah, I guess that's true. Because
1: this comes into play later, and I was like, well, maybe that's just what happened to the dinosaurs.
0: Oh, interesting. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's speeding along. They have the scene with the clown. Where he comes in, wakes up the kids, does some more goofs. Yeah, they do some goofs. And they get to that night when he's going to show off the dinosaurs at the circus. Of fear. Yes, all these people come in to be scared.
2: Now, wait. (laughs) You glossed over Stubbs. Man, I'm trying to get done here. Where he tries to save the kids and he says, no, you can't save your ki- your friends. It's too dangerous. I got to be responsible. And the kids say, but we really want to. And he says, okay, I'll do it. But not for you because you laughed. I will throw you into this world of peril. Man, you don't know how long
1: Stubbs has been living in this world trying to make somebody laugh (laughs) he's been trying to get that screw eye to laugh for years (laughs) he's been he gets one laugh and you've got his heart man you just gotta give him a laugh because he doesn't get anywhere else this is like the scary circus why do they even have a clown (laughs) this is the circus of fear why do they even employ a clown that has such a goofy act
3: yeah exactly why did he apply in the first
1: place i mean i love this clown to be fair but i think it might just be because screw eyes is like gets some sort of morbid satisfaction of just watching this guy do nothing and, like, holding his laughter. <laughs> I think you're
0: right. So, Screw Eyes brings out all the dinosaurs. They come out, and he uses his, like, magical power eye to control Rex. He tries to control him, but then something happens that he didn't expect. The crow, and it turns on all the lights and, like, <laughs> explosions and stuff. He loses control of Rex, but Buster... Comes out and is like, you can beat it, Rex. You can get over it. I know who you really are. Oh, no, don't remind me.
3: He should have been like, fool, I'm a dinosaur. Just chomped him and
0: then <laughs> cut the credits. He probably should have <laughs> chomped the kid. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Uh, Rex comes, snaps out of it. And then all the other dinosaurs. Literally, yeah. like an exorcism. He just
3: snaps out of it. All the dinosaurs morph. It's the power of hugs. Poor dweeb looked like he was in pain. His head was like snapping around like an exorcism movie.
1: Well, he had like three different transformations. It was like, you're yeah. like, blah, 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 blah. And then he goes, hey, at the end, like he does this dweeby little thing. It's like, great. <laughs> there he is.
2: All better. <laughs> feel like that would be the most disturbing thing at this Circus of Fear, was me watching that transformation.
1: I did like that, though. I thought that was cool. I
2: kind of felt like they were saying people who like haunted houses and scary movies are bad people. Like, the clown's like, people don't come here to be joyful, they come here to get scared.
1: Yeah, and they go, who would like stuff like this? One of the little kids says.
2: Yeah! What's wrong with like a haunted house or a scary movie?
3: <laughs> and look how they depict all those people too.
0: I take offense. Buster turns them back from feral dinosaurs into educated creatures and they leave. They leave screw eyes. They break the contract, I guess. Well, they didn't have a contract since they were, they were the dinosaurs.
2: Yeah, the brother shows up at his magical blimp and is like, I'm taking the dinosaurs with me why am i back now we don't know but oh wait i do remember why they're back
3: they're back because the the little girl says in broken english um i wish no bad will happen
1: oh yeah (laughs) or something
3: like that
2: man that is not what she (laughs) says in that line like it was like incoherent and then walter cronkite's like No bad will happen. That's a good wish.
3: I'm like, who said that? She did. She's like, I wish no bad will happen. And I'm like, that's not a sentence.
2: Now, look, it's the wish radio, not the full sentence radio. (laughs) All right. So they get scooped up
0: by the dude in his spaceship. And there's like this scene where the guy's like, I'm all alone. Screw rises, And all these crows like fly onto him. And he becomes like this scarecrow looking guy with literal <laughs> crows on him.
1: Oh jeez. And then
0: he like disappears.
1: It's so scary. Yeah. They eat
3: him. Did he turn into the crow at the end though who picked up the screw?
1: Mm, I don't think so. I think that like that was like a sign he's like, oh, he could come back. And then that crow shows up Was like, nah, he's dead and takes the <laughs> <laughs> I think there is like a weird backstory that's like hinted at though with the crow. Like I think cause he's always kind of glancing at those crows because I think they took his eye a long time ago because there's a line at the very beginning. He's like, oh, my brother, he's only got one eye. He lost it. some at some point. He's like, we won't talk about that. That's another story. But this guy's always looking at these crows. And then that crow sabotages his circus and hits the thing. I think these crows are trying to get him. And that's why he doesn't want to be alone. Because that's when they'll strike.
2: Ooh. Maybe in his pact with hell, the deal is that he always has to have people around or else he'll get eaten by demon crows.
1: Yeah, maybe that's why he kept the clown around. Because the crows hated that clown.
2: Yeah. They do hate that clown. I
0: love that clown. Anyways picks up the dinosaurs in his his uh like boat ship whatever and then he takes them to the uh the museum and the old lady's like I've been expecting you you got to hide back here but we can't let any parents in suspicious suspicious that's fine it's fine it does not age well
2: <laughs> but
0: yeah so the dinosaurs end up living there but they act like statues and they don't let parents back there. And when it's only kids, they get out. And they're like, "Oh, hey, kids! I'm a dinosaur," and the kids love it. I guess the T-Rex and the pterodactyl
2: like hook up, and uh, Buster and Cecilia like hook up. Man, it's super creepy how like strong Cecilia's coming on to Buster.
1: That was kind of weird, yeah. And then the T-Rex retires and goes golfing.
2: Yep, and finds a little
0: bird, and we're back where we started. And the little bird decides to go back and live with the the bird family again.
1: Yeah. That little bird was a lot like Buster. Turns out they both kind of learned to accept their parents. It
0: it zooms out, and he's like in Central Park, like playing golf in the middle of New York, even though he's not supposed to probably be doing that.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he just, you know, why this story is so incoherent? He probably just made it up to that bird.
0: (laughs) He probably did.
1: He's like, Some guy just dumped me here and now I'm just hanging out. Like,
0: (laughs) this T Rex didn't want to say, Man, I dropped a ton of acid before I came out here to play golf. (laughs) 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 And I'm just tripping. The story is just ridiculous, and then it like goes to credits with the Roll Back the Time, but by Little Richard.
2: Well, we did it. We summarized the movie. Bam, there it is. Acid T-Rex tells a story. We
0: did it. Can we do overall presentation? <laughs> so we got a scale
1: that we use. It goes from burn it, pass, watch it, or buy it, in that order. We all give a little summary, and then we try to average our scores out at the end. So we'll see what we say about this one.
0: You know... I'm going to jump in here and say... Oh, wait,
1: wait, 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 I've got to tune the radio. That's what we're going to use this time.
0: Oh, my gosh. He's tuning the
1: radio. If we listen, we might be able to hear the wish wishes of the audience, What they
0: want to <gasps> go first.
2: Mike. I wish Mike could go first.
0: Oh! I knew it was coming.
2: I really wish Mike went first on the reviews.
0: Man, it's coming from the middle future, which is now. (laughs) I'm just going to say that there are certain movies I watched and enjoyed as a kid that I will never watch as an adult because I know that they will be awful. And I don't want to, like, ruin what I thought of that movie back in time. I'd never watched this movie before, and this movie is, like, garbage like from the beginning to the end the story doesn't make sense there are a few things that are decent like the john goodman song is kind of fun but it's just the rest of the movie is so nonsensical and ridiculous and it doesn't make any sense but i'm gonna give this one a very hard pass it's not a burn for me but i would have been perfectly fine never watching this movie in my life It's just so ridiculous from the start to the end when you think about it. It's just (laughs) ridiculousness after ridiculousness. I don't think this movie had any social commentary. I don't think the people who made this movie knew what they were doing. I don't know what this book is, but if it's as messy as this movie, oh my god. Yeah, hard pass. Don't watch this movie. Your kids might like it, but as an adult, you'll be like, "Uh, there are plenty of better movies that are... Enjoyable for kids and adults that you can watch this is not one
2: yeah, you know, coming from uh kind of the opposite side of the spectrum here, I like grew up on this movie. This was a good, good chunk of my movie watching when I was a young fox Jackson, and I you know, as I said at the beginning, you know, we were talking about this, and I was like, man, I can remember the start and the finish, but everything in the middle is just I can't remember. Then I realized I did remember the entire film, and there just isn't a middle <laughs> it just This is a fast movie. It trucks along. There is not a pause to stop and consider itself, and I think that's because if you even stop for a moment mid-watch to think about what's happening, it all falls apart. It was absurd to go through this scene by scene and say it out loud. It it was preposterous. So with that being said, do I regret watching it as a kid? No, it was a great time. Do I wish I hadn't rewatched it? Well... Let's just say maybe it didn't age quite as well as old Fox did. <laughs> and Fox
1: <laughs> aged really well.
2: <laughs> I think, uh, you know, I, I, I might have to go with Matt and Mike on this and give it a pass. I don't really see myself pulling this one out to show my kids someday. There's a good, uh, a pretty, pretty hefty amount of other pretty solid movies out there I would love for them to see. And I, I really don't know if I need to burn another hour and 12 minutes of my life. It's fun to laugh about, but I I don't know if it was really worth it in the end.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I also watched this a lot as a kid, um, and I, too, did not remember most of this movie. I remembered the iconic um, parade scene. I remembered the T-Rex, like, whenever he's, like, just humming and kind of goofing around. I liked that a lot. But, um, yeah, watching it again, you know, just, like, talking through it scene by scene. Some of the stuff didn't even cross my mind until we just talked about it, and I was like, wow. This is really ridiculous. I mean, it's a dinosaur movie that's got aliens and time travel. And it's just it's just nuts. Like, who came up with this? It's crazy. But um, I do think, you know, like the voice actor for Rex, John Goodman, of course, he's amazing. You know, Woog is pretty awesome as a voice actor, even if he doesn't get to do anything. The rest, I guess, are okay. I don't know. But um, yeah, this movie is pretty does not age so well for me. I do think if you're a kid you probably would like this, but as an adult, yeah, I'm I i did not really enjoy it that much. Um, I'm gonna give it a pass, I think. Unfortunately it didn't hold up as good as I thought, but you know, there were some scenes that like my brain just like suddenly was like remembering and like nostalgia was hitting me and I was like, Oh yeah, smiling and stuff, like during the parade scene and things like that, but that's just nostalgia talking and it wasn't enough to, to pull it to and watch it, so you know, maybe someday I would show it to like my kids or something just to be like, this is what I used to watch. And then I'm sure my kids are like, this is stupid. But <laughs> as it seems to go, whenever, you know, parents show their kids these kind of things. But yep, I'm gonna give it a pass.
3: So this movie is a classic example of corporate shill. They just crap this thing out. And they're like, kids are going to go see it because it's rated G and there's cute dinosaurs in there who talk and kids love dinosaurs right everybody knows the that kind of animated feature that gets released they they come out every year and they're always some of the worst movies of the year i mean look look at this one it's nonsense it's so stupid the script is terrible the characters are all stupid and dumb the animation is not good it sounds bad, like the music, when they have music, isn't good. The only good music is during the parade, and even that's not really great. For me, using the excuse that it's a kid's movie, that just doesn't cut it. That's just like waving it under the rug. It, it's a shame, but there's a ton of these movies that come out every single year, and they just get free passes for the most part because it's a kid's movie. The only good thing about this film is the voice acting by John Goodman and the rest of the celebrities, because they all are good voice actors. I mean, everybody else really isn't that good if they're not one of the main celebrity cast in this. So I'm I'm afraid I'm going to have to send this the way of the dinosaurs and burn it. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, I don't know. I
1: mean, I, I'm I'm not going to give it a burn. I wasn't necessarily like totally bored with this, though. At least I was semi-entertained. I could be nostalgia talking, but I don't know. I didn't absolutely hate it, I guess, even if it was nonsensical.
0: Nostalgia is a very powerful thing. Like I said earlier, there are movies I watched and loved as a kid that I will never watch again. because, Like Ewok Adventure, that's probably one of the most worst rated movies ever that I loved as a kid. I watched
3: that not too long ago, and i I think it I, I think it holds up better than what you'd expect. But I love stop motion, and the creature effects are pretty good in that movie. So that might be
0: that me that talking. <laughs> I think this one comes out to what a pass?
1: Yep, yeah, I think so.
0: I run the real certified pass. We're back. Please, somebody pick something better. <laughs> I think I think Mike. My- actually picked our next one already i don't think that we can do a dinosaur category without doing something from the jurassic park slash world series because they're just like the staples um jurassic park is clearly the highest rated one out of all of them like out of any dinosaur movie ever made so what i suggested was jurassic world on this uh the show here we got going I feel very differently than probably most everyone else here. (laughs) Hey,
3: just think of it this way, Mike. That's a good movie. I've heard this before. It's like, just think of it
2: this way. You enjoyed it.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Just remember how you felt in the theater.
2: Ashamed.
3: Ashamed? (laughs) Don't be ashamed. It's great.
0: We'll dive into it. But all right, TV, where can they get in contact with us and talk to us about dinosaur movies? On the radio. The Wish
3: Radio.
1: I wish I could talk to Run The Real. Well, guess what? Your wish is my command. And you can find us on Facebook or on Twitter at Run The Real. Or you could even email us, if you wish, at at com. Hit us up if you got any recommendations or suggestions that you want us to cover. We'd love to hear them. We'll do them eventually. So let us know.
0: Yeah, be sure to get in contact with us. We'd really appreciate it. Let us know what you think of We're Back.
1: Oh, yes. Did you watch it as a kid? Let me know. Yeah.
0: Do you still like it?
1: Yeah. Have you rewatched it?
2: Yeah. Have you watched (laughs) it lately? Are you afraid of it?
1: Oh. Is there a sinister crow lurking in the shadows waiting to consume your soul? Let us know.
0: (laughs) That's pretty deep. Um, (laughs) I'm going to get us out of here before it goes to that place. (laughs) Anyways... This has been Run The Real. Thanks for listening to us tonight. We really appreciate it. Signing off.